Cobb and welcome to another episode here on the Sunday Pod for the MMA Monday. It's Monday and you know what it means. It's the OG, the MMA Monday back in your life talking about not just what happened in MMA but also like more from a media point of view like what are the stories coming out of it what can we expect next why are things happening what do we think should happen next and so on before we jump into of course the pressing issue or the pressing the exciting event coming up this this next week and let's just quickly recap what happened um with sean strickland versus jack hermanson um well sean strickland played it very safe but one Cleveland there was a split decision for what whatever reason like the dead judge is ridiculous um so Sean Strickland played it safe but did I think the best thing possible in the end after he came out is like okay I know this wasn't very exciting I got messed I got, got a bit messed up in my head the media uh, has gone to me um people talking about like title shots and so on so it just got a bit too crazy and I'm like I don't want to get knocked out uh, so But then he, of course, used lots of uh, insults and so on towards himself as well. Uh, and I think that just helps his stock, like saying, okay, hey, I messed up. I effed up. I wanted to be more exciting. I wanted to check him out. I couldn't because I was just not pulling the trigger. But next time, I promise we're going to go out and like go out on my shield. He said he's going to go out on his shield. So, um, and of course, then again, insulting people, but also thanking the fans um, and then joking with the, the media and so on. So Sean Strickland, in terms of storytelling, how to use the media, Sean Strickland is doing a great job right now. Sometimes he's a bit a bit too much on the psychopath thing, like killing people and stuff like this. Uh, I think he relies on us and the media understanding, this understanding that he don't really want to kill someone. But of course, sometimes you have thoughts. He, he explained it in the press conference, like, come on, you never thought about, I want to kill a motherfucker. And of course, you have those thoughts, maybe. You're like, ah, it was, ah, but you would never do it. And I think Sean Strickland relies on us to understand that he has those thoughts, but he would never do it, of course. Okay, so, but in terms of how to handle the media, he's making friends. He's like, even though he's insulting the media panel, they're all laughing with him as he does it, which is awesome. So um, he's, his handling of the media is pretty good right now. The story that he's telling is pretty pretty smart. So I think fans and the UFC, the UFC his, I think his contract is done now, so he's going to get a new contract, of course, because um, I think the UFC is pretty happy with, with, with him right now, how he manages and handles the media, how he's using like his his voice, his persona to be in, on all the channels all the time. So um, good job, Sean Strickland. If, if you're looking into like someone who uses the media well, he does it very well and he tells a great story. Um, whether or not you agree with like the psychopath uh, persona or not, that's up to you, of course, but you can't deny that he's doing a good job at telling a story here. So congratulations um, to Sean Strickland. Jack Hermanson, unfortunately, he seems very nice in interviews. He seems very nice, polite, but... I don't think anyone really cares about him. Like he needs to find a better angle. And like even after the fight, he, he's like, yeah, I couldn't take him down. And uh, so there's no, there wasn't any fire. Maybe you're disappointed. Understandable. Maybe Bisping shouldn't have interviewed him, but you got to show something, Jack. Like, I mean, something to give the fans in the media to be like, yeah, we're interested in that guy. Sean Strickland uh, found a way. So congratulations. Um, so yeah, let's look at uh, what, what's coming up. And of course, it's like a huge card in Houston, Texas once again. Um, and of course, the main event, Israel Adesanya, <laughs> take this, El Helvani, uh, versus Robert the Reaper Whitaker. Um, yeah, so 
Yeah, of course, I'm picking Adesanya, but I wouldn't be surprised if Whitaker gets there because Adesanya seems to. I always think that though. He seems like he's got his lost focus, and then, like last time I thought he lost focus was against Costa, and then, then we saw what happened to Costa. Um, but yeah, so Adesanya always looks like he's, he might have lost some focus. Uh, so let's see if he, he comes around again. Um, I think it's just hard to get motivated for like rematches all the time. But let's see. All right, uh, Whitaker. Seems to be in a good place now, so let's let's see if that that, that works. Of course, um, again here, Adesanya of course knows how to use the media, tells a great compelling story, has his like his fight camp block up, and all those things just fantastic, fantastic. There's also great production value, by the way. Whoever cuts to those things, so good job. Uh, Robert Whittaker is just not like. He doesn't do much. I mean, right now he does like interviews, but in between that, he's like disappearing, of course. And I don't know. Like, I'm a big like I lived in Australia for for quite a while. I'm a big fan of all things Aussie, 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 Aussie. I, it's just so hard to get excited for Whitaker. And he's nice. He says the right things mostly in his last interview with um with Brian Campbell um on Morning Combat though. Like he was asked about the, the, the Francis and Gano issue, the fighter pay and stuff, and he didn't have anything to say about it, which was a bit disappointing, to be honest. Okay, you're in, you're in fight week right now, so you don't want to think about stuff, but at least, I mean, it's just one sentence or so. It was a bit disappointing. So I think it's just, it's hard to get excited about the person, Robert Whittaker. His skill set in the octagon is, of course, fantastic, um, but just like the, the story behind him and this this persona Robert Whittaker is just hard to get excited about and I'm sorry to say it but it's of course it matters in terms of like media attention and so on fan attention and so on like when we look at the core main event for example both of the guys they figured out how to entertain an audience like Derek Lewis again in Houston let's hope this, this goes this goes uh, well for him uh, Derek Lewis of course with his Instagram and his interviews and stuff he he has the media in the palm of his hand does his fantastic jokes with the audience jokes with the media members um, yeah, that's, just, that's just cool what he's doing he's okay on the other hand we've got Tai Tuivasa who's now on, on a bit of a run and of course like everyone laughs him with the shoes and stuff and every time he's he doesn't do much media either but every time he is in the media he's like having a blast joking with people so and the fans just love to see him because he has this I'm going to entertain you guys thing, right? So Lewis and Tuivasa both, both, both have what Whittaker doesn't. Whittaker probably has a way better skill, skill set, while different weight classes, I understand that. Um, but the fans, I think, they are more into like those personas rather than the person Robert Whittaker. While, of course, real fight fans, martial artists will appreciate if Whittaker beats Adesanya soundly or if it just beats him, we will appreciate his skill set. Right, of course, but I think to gain like more mainstream attention, he needs to figure something out. Like the the third uh, fight on the card, with Jared Cannonier and Derek Branson, of course, huge implications for the one eighty five uh, pound division. Even so, I, I really, I really don't care. <laughs> no, no, don't care. I think a Bron blonde Branson, of course, is on a, on a tear right now. Even though it looks terrible, I'm sorry, Derek. Um, don't kick my ass. But it doesn't look that great. And Jared Cannonier, well, I mean, his loss to Whitaker sucked for him because this is kind of like snapped his streak. But he still has looked good, of course, in all his other fights in the division. And it's somewhat of like a number one contender fight, I guess. But 
no matter who wins, I would rather see Sean Strickland. And I know Strickland isn't even in the top five because uh, he was ranked seventh and now he beat Hermanson with sixth. So maybe he slides in some, of course, who knows how the ranking will work. Um, if Brunson wins, I'm so not interested in an in a Izzy versus Brunson fight. Uh, and also Brunson, his media appearance is just like, eh. Um, a bit more interested in Cannonier versus Adesanya and he might he probably deserves it. Um, but his media appearances and with the crystal stuff is also a bit out there. But at least, at least he's got he's got some kind of persona going from like the the cray cray crystal guy. But at least it's something like Derek Brunson. I'm so I'm very sorry to say that because of course he can kick my ass. But um, Derek Brunson just doesn't doesn't have that much in terms of his persona. And yeah, he's gonna say like I'm gonna I'm gonna convince with my skills. Yeah, awesome. But what what does it help you if no one wants to see you? Unfortunately, so ah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so um yeah that that that's my my thoughts here. I'm curious to hear what what, what you guys think. Um do you agree or do you think that that, that, that all doesn't matter? Stop saying those things. Uh, just 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 curious. Okay. Um uh, what else do we have? Well we also have one championship coming up. <laughs> Speaking of who uses the media, well, um the main card, and here I'm gonna talk a little little bit less about the media and a bit more about the fights, I guess, because well let's be honest, A, none of the fighters uses the media really well. One championship does a good job like keeping their their YouTube and especially their IG active, of course, but um the fighters don't really do much. I don't even I don't even think that you know most of the fighters. Um, the main event will be um, uh, bantamweight world championship bout between the champion Bibiano Fernandez and and you know this guy the contender John John Hands of Steel Lineker gets his uh, I think he had like I don't know two fights or something one championship and now he gets his gets his title shot. Um, I don't know he didn't look Lineker didn't look. I mean, he never looked like like an awesome martial artist. He just looks like someone who walks through the fire and just punches you really hard. So if if he gets his hands on Fernandez, maybe he can take it. But from a, like an overall skill set, I think uh, Fernandez uh, is way ahead of Lineker. But again, if he walks through the fire and just punches him really hard, maybe he takes that. And we also have the interim heavyweight world championship between Anatoly Malikin. Reminds me of uh, of like um, what I forgot. Anatoly Malikin. Um, yeah. Never mind. That musical. Ah, now I'm totally blank. With, with Adam Burr, sir. Uh, you, you know what I mean. Anyways, he's fighting Kirill Krishenko. Um, Malikin walked through his last opponent in his last fight, all smiling and stuff. Um, he looked really good. So I'm guessing, I mean, Krishenko also good but Malikin was just too too impressive I think so um, yeah I think Malikin takes this we have a flyweight Muay Thai fight on the card between the general Jonathan Haggerty who lost to um, lost, lost like the title fights but now is back he lost twice did he I think he lost twice right to the champ yes but um, now he's back fighting Monko Petty&D uh, from the Petty&D Academy, obviously. That should be fun. Haggerty always like powerful teeps and lots of downward elbows. So um, expect lots of blood because those elbows cut people really fast. Um, we also have Yosuke Saruta versus Gustavo Ballard. Gustavo Ballard was like 
150 or so like he's pretty small no offense he's really small but really powerful um that's going to be fun he's always going to run forward and trying to wrestle people to the ground so this is going to be fun what else do we have oh we have also oh crew wrong that's some wrong so i'm no chalk it's a really long name uh that's wrong his nickname is crew fighter uh, teacher crew wrong his nickname wrong crew wrong it's like a legend here he must be 40 already or so he's fighting mini t daniel williams who had like an awesome showing last time around like he he lost clearly but he fought like two with a nail to the end it was fantastic so this should be fun crew wrong versus daniel williams this should be this should be fun. I'm really looking forward today to that. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. All right. Um, yeah, that that's about it. The, I mean, usually the lead card doesn't have that many famous fighters on there, but usually that's then where you find like the the nice fights because no, you, you don't have any expectations and then they they deliver. So let let's hope this will be the case again. Last time was pretty pretty awesome to be honest. Um, so yeah, let's see about this. Also, uh, one championships version of The Apprentices on Netflix. Now, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I think I'm going to do like a review on this just because it kind of fits into the old MMA thing. So maybe next week on the MMA Monday, we will talk about one championships apprentice. All right, that's it for now. My thoughts on what happened, what's going to happen this week. Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts, of course, as always. Like, share, subscribe, rate this thing so more people can join the conversation. Um, don't forget to always keep, keep your guard up. Um, not like Sean Strickland, who only has his, has his hands down here. Um, keep your guard up. Take care, stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Sorry, Cap. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.